What's up, everybody? Would you like to know how to think critically? Well, you're in good company because so would I. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to think critically. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? You know, this is pretty interesting because normally for these quick fixes, the ideas come very, very quickly to me. This was the hardest one we've done out of, I don't know how many of these we've done, probably like 50 or 100 so far. This was incredibly a hard lot. for me to figure out how to think critically. Well, you know, I, I think this is one of those things where like, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where every industry, uh, every, you know, education system loves to talk about. They love to tout critical thinking, how important it is, but nobody seems to like explain it ever give a clear definition like you know it's it's there's always this sort of like air of vagueness around it (laughs) where it's like not when i was trying to think of it i was trying to think like what exactly does this mean i was thinking of that that cartoon tv show the critic and i was like is it trying to think like him like jay sherman be critical (laughs) it stinks (laughs) yeah I, i guess like that's it that is funny dude like what does it i think it i think it means like you know I don't, I don't, you know, it's kind of hard because it is hard to define because I think it depends on what you're, the way you're looking at it. it could mean many different things. I think at the very least, it means like, you know, exploring things in a way that's deeper than you normally would. That's, you know, takes into account more things. That's more outside the box, maybe that's more, you know, open. I think being open to things is important. You know, there's a lot of things you can say, but it's not like, you know, it's not clear ever. <laughs> yeah, That's what I got from it. That is like another level of thinking. Yeah, because you know, people yeah. say you know think creatively or think or just think but this is think critically like it it, it makes it seem like it's very very important so anyways yeah. that being yeah. said we're just going to share three being ideas said. for how to think critically i'll go first because i introduced the episode my first one is whenever you're thinking about something also think about the opposite case because that lets you see both sides of the coin like oftentimes people will see percentages like oh, there's a 76% chance that this will happen. And it's like, yes, but there's also a 24% chance that it won't. And a lot of people miss out on that stuff. So I think it's important to consider the opposite case for whatever you're thinking critically about. Yeah, I think that's like probably one of the most important things is <laughs> like, you know, it's like we see this all the time where people like, you know, they watch the news and they only watch one station and they only get one perspective or they, you know, the whole thing with COVID and when they were giving us all those numbers during COVID, but people not really actually looking at the other side and understanding what those numbers mean and, you know, being able to make sense of them, you know, it's like, instead of just taking things at face value, right. Looking at that other perspective, trying to kind of even challenge yourself. I think that's super important for critical. Yeah, or putting it, putting it in perspective. I saw a news headline that some new virus infected 30, 34 people in China and nobody died. And it's like, wow, 34 people in a population of a billion. Do you realize no how one died? That is? <laughs> yeah. That's nothing. You know? <sighs> oh my God. That's so, yeah. It's like, you know, and I think that's part of it is like challenging yourself and also seeing, you know, not just limiting yourself to one perspective. That's really good. Yeah. Good going. Um, that goes nicely with my first one too, which is I always ask questions and always be willing to ask the hard questions. Cause I think that is like, Part of learning how to think critically is really just learning how to ask good questions and learning how to ask effective questions and not being afraid of them. Because I think that's like most people are afraid to like ask that next difficulty, right? That's a great one. I've been watching a lot of Columbo recently, old detective show from the 70s, and he's great at asking questions because he always has. And he's, and one more thing, 
And he's always just asking that next question. He's always asking the next one, and he gets the the criminal to kind of give himself away by doing it. Yeah. So my second one for how to think critically is take your time. So I think this is important, particularly in this age, because we're all very much rushed, and maybe we don't... You know, it's hard to have that time to sit around and think about something, because so often, if we have time... We're going to do pleasurable things. We're going to play on our phone. We're going to watch TV. We're going to watch, you know, do all these all types of things. Maybe sleep. Maybe who knows? Eat. Instead of actually just taking the time to think about and think critically about the important things. Yeah, that's a good one. It's like slowing down, taking time. You know, it's funny. They, I forget the exact number. Like they say, like uh, Aristotle, for instance, like they say, like his complete body of written works, if they all survive, we don't have all of them would have been like something like 40 volumes in the modern way of printing and all. And it's funny, but like, you know, you think back, like there was no TV, no social media, none of this, like people had so much more downtime, you know, these great works of literature written in the past that are thousands of pages that are really, you know, you know, high level writing. I think that it's kind of a product of having that downtime, right. Giving yourself that time. So I think, yeah, I think that's, it's crucial. If you want to think, you have to give yourself time to think and you have to give yourself time to like kind of sit with things and reflect on them. And the constant push and constant rush distracts us from that. And on and on the flip side of that coin, you also have to keep out distractions because I heard something yeah. just recently that, you know, compared with someone 200 years ago, the amount of information they would get in their entire lifetime, we get that in a year or less. So yeah, it's yeah. like filtering out the distractions and the noise and all that stuff. So you can actually spend it thinking about what you need to. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was just thinking that the other day because I was looking, I was looking at books and I was like, oh my God, there's so many that like, it's like just unending right? stuff you can learn. And it's like, you know, yeah, you got to also give yourself a chance to actually do the thing you want. That's a good one. Um, my second one is a uh, pretty straightforward, but listen, you know, I think a lot of times critical thinking is thwarted by, you know, people believing they're right and and sort of just you know blocking out anything else and i think you know if we if we really do listen to others we hear their perspective it might help us form ideas you know we get a better sense of like how other people see the problem all of that is crucial to understanding it in the, in the broader perspective or the broader you know from a broader standpoint yeah that's a great one listening to others and even listening to yourself because i think <laughs> yeah, a lot of times <laughs> A lot of times people have ideas, but they, they disqualify themselves. They think they're not good enough. Maybe they're not smart enough or whatever. And so they don't even listen to their own ideas about whatever they're doing. That's like how many times I've heard people, you know, they're like, like, oh, I had that idea when something comes out and like making money. And it's like, well, you didn't, you know, you weren't confident enough in yourself or you didn't listen to yourself. So you didn't, you know, go for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Talking about listening to yourself, this is an excellent segue. Thank you, Danny, for my last no one. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> meditate on it. So I've had some yeah. of my most profound thoughts when I'm like deep in meditation. And I'm not, I mean, for me right now, meditation mostly comes from Wim Hof breathing because it's like a quicker way to access that that sound. We know. I know. I mention it all the I'm time. I know. But it makes, know. you know, it's no, so it's good, much yeah. easier than actually meditating. Because meditating <laughs> is painful. You got to sit in the same spot for eight hours on a on end and you know Wim Hof breathing you just breathe and then hold your breath and let it go and that's it and it's pretty but it, it's pretty deep it's pretty profound profound and when I'm in those deep levels stuff pops up well you know it's funny it's like I think 
meditation is crucial. I think that's a really good one. And when people hear that a lot of times, I think they do get, uh, I notice it does turn off a lot of people because like, oh, it takes time. You got to learn. And it's like, well, you already do it, though. If you really think like when your ideas come in the shower, you're basically in a meditative state, right? You're doing something you've done so many times. You're letting your mind just kind of clear while you do this process. And then your mind's free to sort of work out these things. So I think if you if you ever had that kind of epiphany happen, you've already seen the value of meditating. And meditating is just trying to get into that state on your own rather than, you know, when it just happens. So I think, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good one. We need to give ourselves that time and, and designate time every day to give ourselves to kind of just clear our heads and let it let our brain sort of process. Because it also it also allows the subconscious or the unconscious or that other yeah. part of our mind to work it out as opposed to just the rational brain. It allows the other part of it yeah. to work on it. Consciousness is crazy, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's like so confusing. It. Yeah. About it. Um, so my last one, and I think this is uh this is important, which is a try to see things from many perspectives. One of my um, one of my favorite quotes from Nietzsche, he's a, he's a perspectivist, and he said, you know, um, he kind of rejected the idea of like objective truths, and he thought that the closest we can get to objectivity is to see things from as many perspectives as possible, because then we understand its meaning and is from as many different points of view, essentially, as possible. And I think this is a a really important thing for critical thinking, which is, you know, just we have this tendency to, to emphasize like a specialization now. And I think that's really detrimental to critical thinking. You really want to broad, broaden your horizons, broad perspective to see the thing really in and the different kinds of problems that might arise, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that we all think that our subjective experience is correct? You know, and and we let like other people and whatever happens in reality piss us off because we're like, it should be my way. It's not yeah. fair. The universe sucks. Wah. Well, I, mean, I guess we're most familiar with ours, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. It's funny. But yeah, that's a great point. Funny. Taking a look at all the perspectives, putting yourself in other people's shoes. So there you have it. Six quick tips for how to think critically. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. Check us out on YouTube and all your podcasting services. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy.